Welcome to the Music Retail Show. Having conversations about the musical instrument industry to take you and your business farther. The Music Retail Show. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Music Retail Show. Today, Richard and I sit down and talk about MIRC. Why is MIRC important to music stores and retailers both? Well, hey, listen to the episode and find out, and we'll see you on the other side. Does half the cost and double the value sound good to you? What about Made in the USA? Franklin Strap is 100% American-made, and you get double the quality for every dollar you spend. Call us today, 615-791-7057, and get in the strap business. Franklin Strap, the soft strap. All right, well, here we go. We are, uh, man, we're sitting down, and we're going to do another episode, and it is the second day of July. I can't believe half the year is overall. It is, but I think the big question is, will we know how to do a podcast without a guest? You know, that's actually a great question, because... How long has it been? It's been a long time. We've been very, very fortunate and have had some awesome guests over the last long haul. and It's, It's been since we were at the hotel in Anaheim. Okay. Okay. So maybe not that long, which was in January. Which so is not in that. January. But yeah. prior to that, it was a long time as well. So yeah, but uh, but still, that's a long time. For it is the fact that we've now been in existence. Hey, this is a big deal. We're now we've crossed over the forty mark. I think uh, we've done forty two episodes, something like that. Forty four episodes. Forty four episodes. Man, yeah. my goodness. I wow. mean, if you hit fifty, you win some kind of an award. Well, I wish we would have got paid for like the last forty four. Well, man. Um, yeah, that. I don't be great. know what that means. I don't but, know. I mean, yeah, it just I don't know what that like... means either. But uh, hey, you know what? Payment is just the joy of sitting down and doing this. Huh. Yeah. Okay. That was, Let me ponder that. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. So what's going on? What do we, Not, need, to, what do we need to talk about today? Uh, well, we're going we're gonna to talk about something a little bit different and a little bit unique. Um, as, as some people know, uh, our regular nine to five jobs, we don't spend much time talking about. We yep. kind of reference it uh, in the way of, of you know, just... We just reference it, but we don't actually say, yeah. hey, this is what we do. And I think today we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about what our 9 to 5 is, and anybody out there that don't know, you'll get a, a better taste of it, and yeah. I, I think it's I think it's good timing. Yeah, no, I, I think it's great timing, you know, and a lot of, I guess, a lot of our listeners kind of know, but this will be a great education for people who don't know, Correct. and obviously it'll be an invitation for them to be able to reach out and Absolutely. find out even more information yeah. to talk to somebody in person. But, um, well, hey, uh, who is MIRC? Well, MIRC is a company that's been in business about 27 years, I think since 1992. Two. Yeah. So is that 27 years, 27? Yeah, yeah 27 years. Yeah. Uh, so it's been in business that long. Which is a long time, a long time for a business. Uh, we wholesale uh, musical instruments, stringed instruments, uh, to retailers. Um, we have a great presence with eBayers and Reverb, basically people that sell online. Uh, some pawn, uh, some of the upper end uh, pawn brokers we do business with. We're members of National Pawnbrokers Association, great company yeah. or great organization. And that's kind of what we do. Yeah. yeah, we wholesale. Yeah, I, I, uh, um, and I think you mentioned it, but um, um, our bi- our biggest leverage is the fact that we have we provide access to a lot of 
major brands. Correct. Which is a big deal for people who can't get those brands. So Correct. explain just, I don't know, in your own words. What well, you- I think what I'll do is I'll talk maybe from the customer's point of view. Yeah. Okay. Or, or maybe if I was a customer, how I would think of MIRC. And yeah. that's the company, Musical Instrument Reclamation Corp. Is it Corp? Is I think it is? says actually corporation. Corporation, yeah. Okay. But that's why we go by MIRC. MIRC, yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, MIRC. MIRC. Um, so there, there is a lot of people out there, like you mentioned, that uh, are looking for brands, quality brands, that they can't get them. Yeah. Um, it's either a franchise; they're too close to somebody else. It's not cost effective, um, meaning that the buy-in for certain manufacturers is too much. Uh, and they're not at a place where they can do it. So oftentimes they, um, I don't want to say are stuck because that sounds really negative, but let's say they're stuck just because no other word pops into my head. They're stuck with certain brands that may or may not limit their success. And so we often find people uh, they go, oh my goodness, I can't believe there's a company that does this. This is exactly what I need. Yeah. So. Well, and I will say that one of the number one things that pops up in conversation with new leads or people who have just uh, stumbled across us is I can't get enough inventory. Correct. You know, because a lot of people used inventory, used inventory, or even just inventory in general. I think a lot of times people are like, "Man, I could sell more guitars if I could have them." But like you said, if people go, "Man, I'm not able to pick up this brand for whatever reason," but you know what, I could come over to MIRC. Oh, wow, they actually provide a refurbished version of that brand. And man, that can get them in the door and get them going in the right direction. Yeah, and let's let's break that down a little bit because you said, uh, you know, I can't get inventory. So let's let's take it from the new standpoint. Uh, what there's a lot of people that don't understand, because the obvious would be, well, then just pick up the phone and order more, and then you'll have more. Well, oftentimes in this industry, um, and this has been going on for ever since I've, I've been in the industry, mm-hmm. uh, they, they kind of rely on just-in-time shipping. Um, so what they try to do is they try to time and they try to predict what people are going to buy. So they order it, comes into a warehouse, mm-hmm. and then they distribute it, and boom, they have an empty warehouse again, yeah. and all the product goes out. What, what I have found is, like you were saying, that, that people don't have inventory and they can't get it, is because th- then whatever brand that they're talking about, they run out of stuff. Yeah. And so they can't get it. You know, it may be a brand that's an, what I, because I break down brands A, B, and C. Um, it might be an A brand, but if you can't get it because they're always back ordered, they're always, um, you know, waiting for the next shipment, well, then that limits your turns and and how much profit at the end of the year that you can make. So that's on the new side. Yeah. And then on the other side, the obvious is is people don't... Uh, nowadays, uh, uh, taking a, a guitar to a music store isn't like it was 20 years ago. They'll take it to Reverb. They'll take it to eBay and just sell it themselves. Yeah. Facebook. Craigslist. Craigslist. There's a ton of platforms out there right. for people to do it themselves. So there's a lot of music stores that 
that profit center is no longer there. Because when I worked retail, and I brought this up, oftentimes the first thing a mom, when she walks in looking for a guitar, says is, where's your used guitars? Yeah. And that is shrinking uh, on a daily basis. And, and that's actually kind of what I was thinking when I said can't get enough inventory. Yes. You know, a lot of times people are picking up, they carry a nice three, four, five brands, you know, but their used inventory is is so hard to maintain. Correct. They want to sell it quickly or they can't get enough. They wish it was bigger. They could offer mm-hmm. more. And, of course, that's where MIRC comes in. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, that is something that is a huge benefit. To, there's a lot of people don't understand um, that uh, there, there's a certain market out there, especially since the recession. I think that's uh, probably where we can say it started. Yeah. Uh, during the recession, there became a huge shift in the perception of used. You know, reclaimed wood. You know, there's all this, all these fancy words, reclaimed or repurposed or. Yeah. Um, I built this drum shell, these drum shells out of a log that fell down in a lake ex- 300 years ago. Says the guitar player. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so uh, you know, there's all these fancy words, and it's become very acceptable uh, yeah. for people to get a used guitar. Like I yeah. said, we got Reverb, you got eBay, you got all mm-hmm. these platforms to, to cycle. Uh, in most cases, like what we're talking about today is guitars or stringed instruments. So it makes it real easy to do that. Yeah. Um, and so it's very acceptable. So not only uh, are people seeking brands uh, like we mentioned, the A, B, or C brands, but they're also uh, they want to select used as a brand. If yeah. that makes sense, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think that the the one of the biggest appeals to buying buying used instruments from MIRC is is obviously you have the ability to sell something you know at a competitive price, and so you know that you know that's a big deal. So yeah. um, you know you can kind of choose. Um, you know, while they're still selling new products from new companies, you know, they, you know, it gives them the leverage to sell good quality instruments that are not necessarily stuck to a map pricing and, you know, kind of gives them some more options. I mean, because we do, we live in a world where even with the reverbs and Ebays and all that, man, you know, used instruments is such a huge, um, it's a huge, huge part of our it's industry. A huge market. Yeah. yeah. So you talk to clients all the time. What are some of the things that they say to you? Um, that makes you realize that every day you have a very valuable job in moving a use product? Well, you know, um, actually, to be honest with you, it's it's kind of some of what we've been saying. I mean, uh, a lot of music stores, not necessarily online people, but music stores, they are... You know, they want to be able to control the quality of the instruments hanging on their walls. You know, they might get stuff off the street, but it's hard to control that. Or they might be getting stuff off the street that they need to reject because they, man, I've already got 17 of those. Yeah. So I'm not going to take those. You know, so, you know, so when I'm working with my clients and they see the value in it, man, they can call up and they can order five different brands and they can buy acoustics, they can buy electrics, they can buy a couple bases. And if we have stuff available, they can buy, you know, maybe strat packs of certain, uh, you know, of certain levels. And so which strat packs, uh, uh, strat packs is a generic, uh, is a generic, it could be Ibanez, it could be, it could that, be any brand. Exactly. It's just a generic yeah. term. Typically any electric pack that from it has an amp and yeah. a gig bag. And that's stuff. right. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's, you know, I think that's, that's one of the big deals that people love about MIRC 
is, is, is that we are a one-stop shop. I can buy multiple brands, multiple types of guitars. I can actually add on cases, you know, and depending on what we do throughout the year, any other p- possible accessories, and people see the value in that. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, and it's a big deal. So anybody, any music store that can bolster their used, uh, the used, mar- or the used part of their music store and they buy into what we do, I've only heard uh, success stories come out of that. Now, a minute ago, you said uh, you were talking about a brick-and-mortar store, and so I don't think you were alienating online. Mm -mm. I think you were just separating and saying that the the brick-and-mortar store was looking for clean product. Yes. So let's talk online. Online is, is, you know, people just need product. I mean, I think when it boils down to it, you know, the saying is true. If you don't have it, you can't sell it. Now, yeah. it goes for both stores and online. Sure, sure. You know, but online people, I think, are are looking for, hey, listen, I need to have product because, you know, it, I guess we could get into this a little bit. But, you know, it, it comes down to it's an equation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of my online dealers um, – it's, it's funny how a, you can put it into an equation. Hey, if you want to sell 50 guitars a month, you know, based on the, our averages, you've got to have so many guitars constantly in stock to be able to Correct. achieve that. Yeah. And MIRC is a huge uh, 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 advantage for our online dealers to be able mm-hmm. to do that. Um, you know, they can call up, they can order two, three, four, five times a month, depending on how things are going out. Mm-hmm. They can order bigger orders. Um um, and take advantage of some of our, you know, freight programs. But um, I think one of the biggest things we do is is we allow online dealers to um, to build their inventory up, and they're able to sell. You know, and of course, you know, to brag on us a little bit, I think you know our the repair techs that we have here at MIRC are some of the best in the market. You know, are there guys out there that can sit down and work with a vintage Martin and take care of it and really work on it and spend sure, hours? Sure. sure, absolutely. Some great repair the Great repair there, guys yeah. out there. You know, but our guys can do that too. Also, at the same time, we have guys out here that are that are um, putting out 10 to 12, maybe 15 guitars a day, mm-hmm. setting them up, setting them up properly, doing mm-hmm. great jobs so that we can actually put quality guitars in the hands of our dealers. Mm-hmm. And so with that in turn, I think our online dealers have a huge leg up selling online because we can constantly feed them guitars that they can turn around and sell. Correct. I don't think we're looking for a pat on the back. So anything that we talk about mm-hmm. today and any angle that we talk about is not to say, hey, look at us. But there is a lot of things that from the outside looking in what that I look at it, mm-hmm. again, coming from the retail world, that I actually go, wow, I wish I knew about MIRC back when. Yeah. Now, I carried... Uh, most of the brands, so there wasn't a whole lot that I can choose from to buy here. Because uh, to clarify, if you carry a certain brand, we don't sell that brand back into your store. Yeah. Uh, that way, there's no competition between your rep and and the manufacturer and yourself. And mm-hmm. we're in the middle, and it gets ugly. We don't do that. But if you do not carry a brand, and uh, uh, somebody, one of our dealers isn't down the road from you. Then, then, then you have the opportunity to get a cool brand. But if you look at it, I think it's it's kind of cool because this is a unique place 
where you can come to. And if you're in the industry, and and say say you just open up a music store, and we'll use a couple names, and this isn't uh, by any means to devalue the brand. That's not at all because I'll use brands that we carry. So. Yeah. You know, that just kind of backs that up. So if you open up a music store and you're a Washburn and a, uh, say, a Takamini dealer. Mm -hmm. So you got two great brands, two successful brands, two brands that have been in business for a long time. But you're actually limited. Uh, you're limited on 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 maybe customers walking in. Because what happens is they walk in and go, hey, uh, my, you know, son wants an Epiphone Les Paul. Do you have that? Uh, no, but I got this. Well, that's not what he's looking for. And then they leave and they buy it online or they go to another music store. Yeah. And, and as a small dealer, you're really stuck there. You're going, man, I wish I had more money so I can buy some of these brands. I wish I had more access mm -hmm. to the industry, but I've only been in business, say, two years, and I just can't do it. Well, in some cases, we we allow the opportunity for you, like you mentioned, uh, uh, to carry 5, 10, 15, 20 brands in your store mm -hmm. that you may or may not be able to get yeah. uh, at a price that is amazing. Yeah. Because if you add up, say, say three of the, the top brands that we carry, if you add up what it costs to do opening orders and be a dealer for those those guys... You don't have the money. Yeah. But to do minimum orders with us and do business with us, you're like, oh my goodness, I hit the lottery. People yeah. go, man, I've been in this business for 15 years. Where have you been? Yeah, that's exactly you know? right. And, and uh, so there's huge value there. And when you understand exactly what we do is we help give you an opportunity to maximize your opportunity. Yeah. We can, I, look, I look at it this way. Um, I think you were with me. Were you at? Were you with me at the Nam show several years ago when that guy walked up and we were talking to a manufacturer? Yeah, we were we were right by the Dean booth. Yeah, yeah, kind of like in that hallway. Yeah, right yeah. There. yeah. So we were talking to a manufacturer, and someone walks up, asks, "Hey, are you Richard?" "Yes, I'm so and so." I I feel bad, but I I didn't know who he was, but yeah. you know he knew who I was for some reason, and he said because of you guys. We're in business We're because in business. of the re recession. Yeah, and and it that is a turning point for me to where I stopped and go, wow, what I do for a living means something. Mm -hmm. Because here's people that I don't even know that we are helping be in business. Yeah. We are helping them make money, be profitable, and to be successful in whatever way they can. Mm -hmm. That's their 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 family life. Yeah. You know, I don't know the story of this gentleman. He could have been married, had a couple kids, putting kids through college. Who knows what was really going on? But once someone says, because of you guys, I'm still in business, yeah. it makes me stop and go, oh, my gosh, we need we need to take this serious because there's there, there's a lot of good benefit here. There is a lot of good benefits. And who wouldn't want to have access to two or three or five other major brands that they don't have in their store already? Correct. You know, and, 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 um, and to be honest with you, 
um, we love these other brands too. Yeah, you know, we we support them. I we like all the brands. Them. We like all the brands, yeah. and you know, and, and people say, "Why do you like all the brands?" Because that's how we make money. That's exactly right. I mean, we, I'm not shy about that. No, and, and that's not right. And, and even to be, let's full disclosure on this. Let's just say somebody comes in and tries a brand, and they do a great job, and then they go off and they sign up as a dealer because they know they sell it well. That's great. That's fine. That's part yeah. of the game. That's what we do. Sure, sure. You know, and maybe we'll just continue to sell them some other brands that they can use. Absolutely. But, but Absolutely. I feel like you know we're also a big help to some of these see some of these manufacturers and brands because oh, you know absolutely. we have the ability to encourage them and push them yeah. there that maybe they wouldn't otherwise. Well, we also and some of these some of these upper end uh, and I don't know if we're getting off track of what we want to talk about, even though I'm not sure what we want to talk about, but. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we'll figure it out. We're talking about us. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I think a lot of times there's manufacturers that are real grateful for what we do on, on one side because we also, like you talked about, grow people up. Yeah. And so there's been several dealers that couldn't afford um, XYZ brand, mm -hmm. but then they get very good in the industry. And then before long, they go direct. Yeah. You know, I, I, I remember a dealer that spent an enormous amount of money with us every month. And uh, and I, I just remember going, oh, my gosh, this guy makes his company a lot of money. He's yeah. a great dealer. And he kept on buying and buying to get more and more and more successful. And got a brick-and-mortar store because he was mainly doing online. And then he started picking up dealers. And I walked into his store probably about four or five years ago, I'm guessing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this store is killer. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. He had all the lines you can imagine. We quit by then. We had quit yeah, selling sure. to him, and I'm just like going, "Oh my gosh!" You know, this guy's got a great store. And I walked out, and part of me was bummed out because we didn't do business with him. Yeah. But there was part of me that was very proud because of what I've done. It helped this guy launch into and have a music store. Yeah. So we're kind of like a minor league baseball to some people mm -hmm. to where we, we, we help get them to the big leagues, if you will. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. It's like I said, it, you, you kind of juggle that, but uh, it, it was still a good story. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we... Um you know, we're, we're confidence builders. I, you know, and I've told a lot of people, we're that. cheerleaders. We do. we do. We encourage yeah. people and we give them confidence. You know, if they buy several brands that they end up doing really well with and they go off, then that's great. And actually it's been reciprocated a bunch of times before in the past where we've had manufacturers that are walking into stores, not doing very well for whatever reason. And they say, Hey, you need to call MIRC and get some Correct. other brands in this store, yeah, yeah. so you guys can build your reps. business. Yeah, yeah. I've reps. had I've had reps to where yeah. I, there's one guy, and I don't want to mention his name because I don't know if his boss and that manufacturer will get mad. But <laughs> um, but man, I swear I need to buy this guy a steak sometime. Sure. Probably a he, few people. Yeah, he's yeah. referred a lot of customers to us. So That's yeah, right. it is a great thing. But, well, and uh, it is. You know, it 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 is a it is a give and take. Uh, you know, business. So. You know, we've always, you know, we've always said that, you know, if, if um, music stores want to be or even online dealers, you have to have variety, you have to have mm -hmm. different brands. And I think that's one of the things that MIRC 
is that's the leverage that we give our dealers, whether they're in in store or online, is we can do that. We can give you variety. We can give you quality, used instruments. Uh, we stand behind our product, mm-hmm. and um, and to be honest with you, I think we have some of the best technicians. And you know, I'm not trying to toot our horn. Yeah, I just yeah. think we we have no, some great no, no, technicians some great that stuff. do that do some great stuff. So let's talk about. Um, we we should probably pick some points and kind of work down the line because sure. either that or we're just gonna sound like a our infomercial that uh, you know might be accurate, but Free easy you know, payments. Yeah, nineteen ninety five. Hey, that's a good idea. Uh, so let's talk about inventory and how that works because yeah. that is a quirky thing with us. And so let's talk about it. So I would say this: if you want to be a successful dealer for MIRC, you have to buy in with the way we get inventory in. Uh, for people who go, hey, you know what? I just want to buy this one brand and that's it it becomes a tough road. But the people who realize that when we get inventory in from different manufacturers, you know, we might get one manufacturer in every four or five weeks. We might get some brands in once a year. We might get some in once a quarter. And the people who understand and do a lot of business with us understand that and realize that um, you have to buy and take advantage of inventory when we get it in. Well, let's, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little crass and I'm not asking you to. Mm-hmm. I could say I can, Son of and I'll and oh. I'll get away with it. Is you talked about brands? If you're looking for a brand, and you talk about the difficulties of it. So, one thing that we all got to understand, and I'm just being candid. And again, I hope this doesn't bite me in the butt later. But I don't know if I, I don't know if it should. Um, I was going to say I don't care, but that sounds real <laughs> rude and, and so rude. But anyways, yeah. so you take a brand, yeah. you take one of the major brands, and they say, I only want you guys for this. The problem with it is this. We don't need you for just one brand. And that's the truth. We, we don't want you for one brand. That's the truth. Because sometimes, in some cases, especially if it's a premium brand, we sell it out. We sell more than we get. Yeah. More demand than supply. Mm-hmm. And so we don't need another fill-in-the-blank dealer, go to the manufacturer and become a dealer. But if you want to carry a variety of stuff or you want to carry a couple brands, because I completely understand that there are some people out there that do have a lot of good brands. And, and they're like, hey, listen, man, I've got almost everything you've got except there's a couple brands I don't. That's a different story. But if somebody only wants this brand because they think it's cool, they think it's fun, that's what they play, it's probably not going to work out. It's not going to work out. And we've proven that over and over and over again uh, with people. Um, You know, hey, it's the law of averages. If you have 10 dealers that want to buy that product, but you only have enough product to push and sell to five of them, Who's some are going to get it, some aren't. So, you know, it's just the law of averages. We, you know, so the people who become successful with MIRC are the people who buy in and buy buy the variety and, and learn how to sell those guitars, learn how to adopt and learn and bring them in and, and, and figure it out. Yeah. You know, we're in the music business. You know, name one music store, or I would even say, I'm sure there's an example I'm not thinking of, but name one business of anything that sells one brand and that's it. 
They don't sell any other brand, unless it's a specific brand. You walk into an Apple store, you're only going to buy Apple products. But even then, they're selling accessories of other brands. But sure. but, but music stores, you know, you're not going to find one guitar line hanging on a wall. You, you need to have the variety of it. So those who become successful with MIRC adopt with what we are doing and understand that and learn how to do that. And I tell every dealer, new dealer that comes on, there's a little bit of a learning curve. You might be used to how a manufacturer buys or sells and you buy from them. We're going to be slightly different than that. We'll walk you through it and we'll teach you how to do it, but you have to adopt with what we do. Well, and let's, I'm going to be a little more specific and and you touched on it a little bit, but I'm going to spend a little bit more time on it because I think it's valuable because unless you're in these four walls, it's hard to understand. It is. A, 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 A salesman will tell you, hey, we're in between orders right now, and you don't know exactly what that means, but here's how it works. So some manufacturers, depending on their size and what they have going on, you, you mentioned some of this, we'll, we'll get orders from them every month, quarter, twice a year, or once or once a year, depending on the size. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what you have to buy when those those lines come out. So there's some, uh, when, whenever we advertise or we talk about, or you see it in a video that we do, and you see a certain brand, you know likely that we just got that in. Yeah. And you need to call and do it. And, and whenever we run specials or sales or any promotional stuff, you know, I joke around internally and say we're not mattress salesmen. Yeah. You know, because mattresses and some companies, they're like, uh, you know, hey, we've extended the sale. The you know the holiday was so good, we extended it all week. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can buy a mattress any day of the week at seventy percent off. Yeah. You know, um, but we don't do that. I mean, we have a sale that'll go from whatever day we say to whatever day we say, um, and if it's a quantity amount. That's what we have. There's yeah. no hidden agenda. There's no false advertising. There's no beating around the bush. That's what we have. Yeah. And so that's uh, uh, you were talking about some of the dealers that 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 have been around and know they're the ones that go, hey, he's got this brand in stock. These models I've done very well with. I need to get them right now. Yeah. It's it, it, there's not a ploy for us to to be like used car salesmen. Yeah. It, it, what we were trying to do is relay information to you so you know what we have. So if you're an active dealer, if you're a regular buyer, you know that what we're telling you is the truth. Mm-hmm. You can come in. You can come in and see. Yeah. Oh, he said they have 52. Mm-hmm. They've got 52. Yeah. I'm not saying, hey, we've got 60. You know, I'm not saying we've got 40. I'm saying we've got 52 yeah. because we counted them. Yeah. And 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 there there's nothing in me personally that wants to falsify anything. And that is a great way for our buyers uh, to do business with because they can trust us. They can actually go, hey, they just got this in stock. It's on sale for three days. They, he said, while supplies last, odds are it's going to run out. Mm-hmm. I need to react and buy it. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And and the other the other key to um, what we do is is you use the term active dealer, which is a Correct. big ter- terminology that we use around here. Active dealers 
when I say successful, I do mean active dealers, but specifically successful active dealers. They're the ones that interact with MIRC quickly and often. Yeah. And that's just the way that you have to be, you know, with MIRC. You know, you know, we I have a lot of great pawn shops. They call up, they buy once a quarter, they buy big orders. And then they just buy out of what's available. That's great. We love those sure, customers, sure. you know. But, you know, but specifically in online dealers, the guys that I have that are successful, that they're moving, they're growing their business, and they're doing a lot of money. Uh, man, I'm telling you what they watch. They 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 do. They interact with our emails. They interact with our videos. They're on the phone calling me, and they are trying to buy. Um, um, and they're trying to buy with what we have. Correct. So they, they've taken that word of picky or they've taken the idea of being, uh, you, know, uh, you know, tunnel vision on a specific brand and they've thrown it out mm-hmm. and they've figured it out a way. And, but I will say this too. Um, it's, it's a tough thing to get somebody to, uh, and, and, you know, maybe we can say a few words on this. Getting people to learn how to sell guitars specifically online is not, is not an easy thing. What do you mean? Well, I think a lot of times people just go, well, hey, if I buy some guitars and I put them up on eBay, they're just going to sell. And then when they turn around and they sit and they don't sell like they thought, they, they have these unmet expectations, um, they can become discouraged, which is then they go, well, I bought eight and two of them sold, so I'm only going to buy more of the two that sold. And it's kind of that reverse effect where, uh, you know, people need to learn how to sell guitars. That's, yeah, I mean, that's loaded. Um, That's probably something that I wish our minimums were higher. Yeah. And they're not going to be. I'm not going to raise them. Not, not. Because you think that would bring more qualified. No, no, yeah, yeah, correct. You know, uh, so we're very easy to do business with. We have a few rules, um, and rules is a harsh word. Um, we have a, f- well, they're, they're rules. I mean, we have a few things that we need you to abide by mm-hmm. and that's it, you know? And so it's very easy to get in and do business with us if you want to sell gear. The problem is, um, there's a lot of people that are not qualified because they have no experience in it. But for those that do have experience with it, um, this is a, this is like a huge, um, a gold mine, if you will, mm-hmm. and you got to figure out how to mine it. That's right. It's completely different than calling a manufacturer and say, "I need six of this, three of that, and six of this." Um, you truly have to know what is available at what given time, and that's why we have sales reps that are always in tune. That's why we do videos three times a week. That's why we do a lot of this. But to be successful, you have to be active, like you mentioned, and you have to to understand that. Just because you bought it doesn't mean it's going to be easy to sell. Yeah, you have to do your part. You know that's through pictures and and other means out there. We don't sell guitars for people because if that was the case, we just would have a bunch of people in in house and sell. That's right. Yeah, yeah but um, and that's I guess that's one of the, the 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 conversations that we have a lot of times with people. But you know. I really do think at MIRC, we do. I like. I want to go back to it. Is is that we do instill confidence in a lot of people because I do think there's sales reps here at MIRC. We are good, and we are experienced. And when I say we are good, we're around this all the time. Yeah. You know. So when we have dealers that go, "Hey, you know what? I really want to go. This is how much I've been doing. I'd like to grow by ten to twenty percent this year. 
Can we try to create a path? And we're like, absolutely, let's do that. And we work hand in hand with people to try to help them grow their business. Well, I think that's that's very, very unique because we do have, um, you know, probably, and I'm guessing I could be way off, our average time on the phone is probably 30 minutes, you know, and sometimes even longer because we do spend a lot of quality time with the dealers. Mm-hmm. It could be um, listening how their day is going, how their weekend was. Uh, when I said we're a cheerleader, there's oftentimes that someone calls and they tell us they had a great weekend because they know that we care and we're going to listen. That's right. You're right about, uh, you know, we're, we are a group of people that want to see you grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we invest a lot of time and a lot of resource into you being successful. Um, I find great joy in selling and uh, growing accounts. It, and, and sometimes I don't even think about myself, but I think about growing accounts by certain percentages. And a lot of times it's asking them, how mm-hmm. much do you want to grow? Yeah. Because there's a lot of times people don't know. Yeah. And, and so a lot of times we're taking um, people that are newer to the industry and teaching them more and more about business. How we're doing it is by the experience of talking to hundreds of dealers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and through that, I think you uh, you know you get to iron out a lot of you know a lot of issues. We're just a very interactive business. You know, we're not a company that you fill out a form online and then you submit this and then you get a, a staple response back on the guitars you want and then they get shipped and, and you know and hey and if other companies are doing that great i'm just saying we're a very interactive company yeah so very hands-on if, yeah if you want you get a sales rep you get somebody who wants to invest in your business you get somebody who wants to has every uh, interest in getting you guitars that you can turn around and sell. So even though somebody's pushing you to expand and to grow your business, they're still wanting you to do that in a way that you're 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 going to be successful because yeah. MIRC becomes successful sure, sure. When, when when we do that. Well, and 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 probably a good test for a lot of this, and and sometimes I, it's very defeating is when you take a customer and you grow them up. Mm-hmm. And then some, not all, but some of them go and pick up all these lines and they go, I don't need you guys no more. Yeah. And we joke around internally, I'll see you in a couple of years. <laughs> because yeah, it happens. It happens. <laughs> and, and the beauty of that is not that I don't want them to be successful with a manufacturer, is a lot of times they come back and then they, they, they automatically see the time that we put with people. Yeah. The, the investment that we make. The honesty, the the caringness that we have uh, towards our dealers, and then they go, "Wow, it, these guys really care about my business." Um, I I look back on some of our dealers and go, "Man, I can't believe I've known this guy for 15 years." You know, it's funny on on my desk that I have, you know, eighth grade graduation and high school graduation invitations yeah. and. You know, it might be, no, I'm not going to fly to whatever state, but I just sit there and, and I, you know, what's funny is you would think that I, by now I would throw them away, yeah. but I've got a bunch of them and I don't want to throw them away because whenever I look at it, I go, man, I, I really like that family. Yeah. And, and it's beyond just knowing that, that, you know, the guy who you talk to, but you know, his wife, mm-hmm. you know, about his kids, you know, and, and, and it's a connection. And that's something that we 
have a huge opportunity that sometimes in the industry we miss. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, we're not just taking an order. Um, you know, I buy, I buy for the company, and there's oftentimes where I'm doing it, and then I I'm working on a deal, and it's all okay. I'll wrap it up and I'll send it out on Tuesday. Yeah, and I feel so cold and sterile. Because there's there's not that communication like I've given customers. It's all through email. It's through whatever, and I'm just like going, man, it's unfulfilling. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. and I know for us, that's another huge thing because a new dealer coming on board can truthfully say, "Can you help me?" Mm-hmm. I don't know much about the business that I'm getting into. But I've been playing for 20 years. Will you help me? Yeah. And and that's a great thing to hear. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing to hear because you have a a a person that is willing to to listen and apply positive and good information. He doesn't already have an opinion that may or may not be right, but he's got a willingness to be successful. And you guys can work together to be, become as successful. And it's something that is an awesome feeling because then you get a call going, oh, my goodness, this worked. Mm-hmm. Those guitars you sent me, I sold them and I made money and I want more. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people go, you think that the only thing that we want to do is just push things out the door. Yeah. Well, obviously, we have to sell stuff, and that's a business, and we have families, but there's something that's amazing when we could take a new business and turn them into an experienced business. Several people, several people we could sit and talk about and go, man, they've been in business with us for 10 years, and I look back and go, my goodness, their success, we can actually sit back and say... We had a huge part of it. Yeah, I and I and I just got an email actually yesterday of a of of, of a person that just goes, "Hey, I've been doing really well with the guitars I've been buying. Please don't forget about me. I'd like to buy more." Yeah, you know, and it's and it was stuff that we got in. You know, our inventory goes up and down, and he bought certain pieces, and you know, and that's great. But uh, it's it's encouraging to kind of get that back. That's going, hey. The decisions that we're making together yeah. are good decisions, yeah. and, and it is. I keep saying we're an interactive business. We work with our customers, Absolutely. you know, and with them. But in turn, we ask them to work with us too, as well. So, Absolutely, uh, we're just not a sterile business that you can't get another person on the on the phone. Correct. About. And what I also want all the all everybody listening and everybody that's doing business with us and everybody who's thinking about being in business is we want you to make money as well. Yeah. You know, we we have I I'll never forget a handful of years ago a certain dealer made a lot of money on a guitar and he didn't want to tell me. And uh and I didn't I didn't ask him directly how much money he made. He just mm-hmm. said I made a lot of money on this. I'm like, "Man, that's awesome. You we want you to make a lot of money on these." And he goes, "You do?" And I said, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. we want you to make good money on this. Mm-hmm. And then he told me how much, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And he didn't do anything. Uh, we, we ran a special on something. Yeah. And he didn't take that special and just mark it up a little bit. He he marked it up off the normal price that he would pay. That's right. And there was a lot of margin wow, in what it. A, what a concept. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and he was just like so 
happy. Yeah. And it made me happy. It made me go on, man, this is awesome. Our dealers can benefit from what we do if the, if they'll pay attention. But um, that's just something that I want to bring out is yeah. we want our dealers to be successful that's financially. Right. Well, what about the other end of the spectrum? What about the fact that we're just we're not a good fit for everybody? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's very true. It is very true. Yeah. Right? You know, and I feel like, you know, some people, you know, and, 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 and God bless them, but some people have uh, an idea in their mind of how they want to do business and they want to do it a certain way. And sometimes that might conflict with MIRC. That's great. Yeah. That's perfect. And we're we're not afraid to sit there and say, this hey, isn't no, a match. maybe this isn't a good match. Yeah. No, so. no, I agree with that. And and there's a lot of we could go into some of them, but there's a lot of reasons why somebody would not. Um, some people have a very hard time um, understanding that we sell used guitars. Yeah. Because they automatically in a lot of cases I understand, but a lot of times they think that they're new. Meaning they when they get it, I mean in most cases they look brand new. Yeah. But they're we sell used guitars. And so a lot of times everybody just immediately jumps on that line of thinking. Yeah. And then with that uh, you know, comes a lot of pitfalls, you know, and, and it's, it's not. F- and then we also talked about somebody that goes, I only want this. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand that, but go to the, go to the manufacturer. We're here yeah. to help people that need a, a number of different things. We carry a lot of brands. Yeah. The, the flip side of it that people need to understand is we also have to sell guitars. Yes. We, we can't just take a couple brands that you want for mm-hmm. your benefit and not sell to anybody else and just sell to you. Yeah. We, we get some people say, hey, before your email comes out, I need you to call me first. When you get this brand in, before you tell anybody, I need <laughs> yeah. you to call me first. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. I mean, seriously, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Because, b- because I think, to be fair... I tell everybody at the same time. That's right. That's right. I mean, because that gives the little guy and the big guy a leg up. Yeah. I'll never forget, uh, there was a, a, a model uh, that we were running on special, and I just got blasted by a dealer saying how unfair we were, and we only care about the big people. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wish I had 20000 a month to buy, like, your big guys and blah, 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 blah. And I walked out. We have a board out there, and the board was uh, – we were taking orders and writing them in as they came down. And I walked out, and one of our biggest dealers was all the way close to the end of it, and I was counting it up. And odds were that we would run out before we got to him. Yeah. Now here's a guy um, at the time was spending close to two hundred, and he was spending over two hundred thousand dollars a year with us, and and we were gonna have to tell him sorry we ran out. Yeah. But yet I looked on the list and there was a lot of guys that didn't spend a fraction of it. Why? Because they called before he did. That's right. We're fair. Yeah, we're fair. First come, first serve. That's I right. mean, you know, uh, we want everybody to win. That's we right. want everybody to win. We we just say, hey, call us. Yeah. You know, that's why we we do things. We send out a video to everybody. So, 
Yeah, and, and we deal with that, and I get it. You know, we work with a lot of smaller businesses, and you know, when you work with small business owners, emotions are there. Uh, and you know what, but Hey, our sales staff is here. I think our sales reps are great because we actually take into consider, uh, and consideration a lot of times the emotions of running small businesses. And so, you know, I think again, that's why we're a huge confidence builder in a lot of people because we will work with you and try to build your business even in the midst of those situations. Yeah. And there's a lot of times where we're kind of, I like underdogs, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I like underdogs. You know, I, I um, there's a whether it's any sports or whatever. A lot of times, I'm rooting for the mm-hmm. underdog, um, and we have a lot of our clients that are smaller dealers. Yeah. Um, that if they say, "Hey, I want this guitar," I try to get it for them. Yeah. I may be out of it, but I want them to win. You know, I'll never forget uh, a dealer who who wanted a, a Karina Flying V. Well. At the time, uh, there was a lot coming in, and and uh, I was like, "Yeah, I'll get you one." For some reason, we hit a dry spell, and didn't have one for several months. Yeah, you might get a black one, you might get whatever white one, but a Karina, it was just hard to get, you yeah. know. And it was probably, I'm guessing, three four months later, I call him up and go, "Hey, I got a Karina Flying V." Mm-hmm. Now I knew odds were he wasn't going to get it. Because it was for a reason that he wanted it. But I, I wanted to let him know that, yes, I remember that you wanted one. So I called him, and he goes, I can't believe that you remembered that. Yeah. And I said, well, I told you the next one I got in that I'll give you a call. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, that was for this person, and I sold him something else. And I said, okay, I just want to let you know that, that uh, I was going to call you back. And he just paused for a second, and he goes... Well, I guess if one person asks for one, somebody else probably wants one. Yeah. I'll go ahead and take it. Now, I didn't call him. You know, I, yeah. I had a feeling he wasn't going to take it. Yeah. But he ended up taking it because he was blown away that I remembered that he wanted one. Yeah. So we're rooting for the underdogs. We, oh. you know, it's not just we're not just here for the big guys. No, no, not at all. And in fact, I actually have you know our good friend. Uh, our, our good friend in the state just above us wanted a Peter Frampton guitar yeah. really bad, where actually I think he wanted one uh, because his, his, his wife wanted his one. Wife in fact, I found one. out she actually just wants Peter Frampton. I know, yeah. Uh, but, uh, and in fact, they went and saw him in concert last week, and I hope they had a good time. Yes. But, uh, but we do that. We, you know, we realize that once in the needs of different business owners and small music stores are online, and and we work with that. So I cannot stress enough that um, we're a very interactive business with our clients. Yeah. So no, and I, I think that's a for me that's a that's a great place to be. It makes yeah. me it makes me enjoy my job. It makes me enjoy what I do. Yeah. So. No, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I don't know what else. What else do you think? Well, we... let's talk about the podcast. Why we started the podcast because we're on a topic that, that kind of goes hand in hand yeah. with it. Um, and even though I kind of asked the question, I think I'm going to answer, then I'll let you answer uh, what you think. But the, the reason why I wanted to start a podcast was I felt like there was a wealth of knowledge and experience that we had because we're dealing with hundreds of dealers that all have unique problems and circumstances, right. and we wanted to talk about it. We, we wanted to have conversation about summer being and slow, you know, it, uh, you know, about gearing up for the fourth quarter and 
the topics go on and on and on and on that we've covered. The manufacturers, like I said, we have lots of friends in the in the business, and so we've had a lot of great guests mm-hmm. um, that I look back on, and we're very blessed for that. But that's a big reason why we even started a podcast. It wasn't just to hear us talk and and have this room and. Uh, you know, have these cool mics we just got, you know, a couple weeks they ago. They are nice. Yeah, we've upgraded those. But anyways, uh, but it was, it was to, because we care about our dealers, mm-hmm. that we want to say, hey, what can we do to help out? Because there's a lot of people that are new to the business. Um, there's a lot of people that have been in the business for a long time, but they're just discouraged. They're discouraged because it's a crazy world and you get beat up every day. Everybody wants to take you out. It could be a music store down the the road. It can be if you're a brick and mortar, online is crushing you. Amazon's kicking everybody's butt in certain ways. And and it's just not fun. Some days you're just like, this isn't fun no more. People get in ruts. Yes. And and, and so and and talking about it to encourage. I mean, I know me personally, I listen to a lot of podcasts and man, it gets me fired up. It gets Mm -hmm. me fired up for whatever topic I'm listening to. Uh, or you know, there's uh, there were some that the last couple of days, certain uh, podcasts that I wanted to hear, certain topics that I'm into, because I needed some motivation. Yeah, and so I went to them and listened. To it. So that's why I wanted to start this. This is why I wanted to do this. Uh, this is why I think we'll continue. Is because there's a lot of dealers out there that every single day they need a little bit of encouragement. Yeah, and I think that uh, w- one of the uh, one of the desires of what we want to do with this podcast is is try to connect people too. Um, you know, we have a lot of different guests from the the industry out there, and you know, we we talk about a lot of great things, but we also talk a lot about some of their struggles as well. People need to know that they're not alone. We Correct. we all can do that. Yeah, uh, we can all sit there and realize that we're in this together. We can talk about it. We can you know rely on each other and. And support each other. So, you know, just because it's a big, big manufacturer doesn't mean that they don't have bad days as, as well. So, yeah, they if, just got bigger debt. Yeah, that's right. And in More fact, skews, in, you know, yeah, in fact, I think sometimes these larger manufacturers are starting to rely more and more on mom and pop shops or smaller stores. And I think, you know, we need people to realize that. So, you know, when we were talking with Cosby over at NAM, you know, they're trying to, it doesn't matter what size you are. They want to reach people and get them signed up, get them involved and get them, um, uh, being interactive within the community. Yeah. So, and, and we need to do that. And I think that's what this podcast, uh, is doing. So. Well, I, you know, you talked about Cosby uh, at January uh, when we went in, uh, out to the NAM show and we were in, in, you know, in their welcome center, I think is what mm-hmm. they call it. Uh, she said, how can we do this? You know, we were talking about how can we reach more yeah. smaller people? She wasn't talking about, hey, I want bigger stores. I want franchises. I want all these big, glorious stuff. She was like, I want to reach the smaller dealers. I want to connect with them. So there is a misconception out there that manufacturers don't care about smaller dealers. Like you said, we have talked to several of them that they want to do business. They Mm -hmm. want to do more business with a smaller dealer. Um, You know, there's obviously some box stores and there was a season where, uh, you know, it seemed like most of the attention from the manufacturers went to the box stores. But I can tell you behind the scenes, there's a lot of times those guys are going, 
bring me back to the mom and pops. Yeah. You know, not everybody solely cares about the the yeah. box stores. Yeah, and and of course, you know, to tie it all in, the podcast and MIRC, you know, MIRC has thrived uh, thrived on working with smaller music stores, mom and pops. And that's why the podcast is great. Cause like you said, we're getting tons of experience yeah. having relationship with hundreds and hundreds of dealers like this. Well, I, I think, um, and I'm kind of hesitant even talking about this, but I'm going to do it is there's, uh, People don't realize, nor should they, because we don't talk about it, even though I'm going to let it out of the bag right now, that we have had big box stores want to buy all of our inventory. Yeah. And completely cut out brick and mortar, everybody. And, and they've said, we'll buy all your inventory. And the answer is no. No. The answer will always be no. Mm-hmm. And, and I've said we would rather work harder and retain all the business that we have mm-hmm. than to make it easy and just turn the keys over to a big box store yeah. that can swallow up all of our inventory. Yeah, that's right. We have no interest in uh, the tail wagging the dog. Nope. You know, and you know, and so that's and that's good. But that's the you know the the music retail show. You know, um, unless they buy you? me a new car. Now, if they come up with a new car, actually, a, like a which new, car? Well, what car would do I, it? Well, it wouldn't be new. It would be an old. I want an oh. old Bronco. So a 66 to 77 Bronco, yeah. if they came to me with one of those, I would probably say, the heck with all the dealers and, and just do it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I'd have to think of what car that would be. That would be for me if if I was ever found in that situation. But um, I don't – man, I don't know what it is, but um, – I'm sure there's one out there. I know. I'm sure there is one. No, out there. I'm just but, kidding. Uh, but anyways, but uh, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's why also on the music retail show, man, we want people to interact. So you know, if you're listening to this, we want feedback. We want people to be able to to start conversations. Where we put the announcement the other day, we're going to be at NAM in two yes. weeks. You know, yes. on that Saturday, we're have a booth that Thursday, Friday too. But on that Saturday, we're going to be out there. Why? Because we want to interact with store yes. owners and manufacturers, yep. and we want to have great conversations that encourage people and uplift the industry and build people up. So yep. we want people to be successful. I think that is. You know, hey, it should be the music retail show. We want people to be successful. There you go. Well, I don't know. That's no, I agree. I hey, let's take about three minutes because we're, uh, we're we got a salesman's lunch today. Oh, in three minutes. In in three minutes. So let's take three minutes and wind down. Okay. And I want to talk about something that is actually I think we all enjoy is because we we're talking about what we do here at MIRC. Um, uh, the Wednesday, the day before the NAM show starts, we do a big event here. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Yeah, we're going to have a huge open house. We obviously always uh, uh, correlate it with with NAM week because yeah. a lot of our dealers come into town. Yep. Uh, NAM starts on that Thursday. Uh, we have an open house on Wednesday to allow the opportunity for people to come in here and have a huge event. And yep. it is a huge event. It's fun. It'll start in the morning. Uh, there will be cooking out, so there will be lunch provided. Hamburgers. Uh, not, uh, good hamburgers. Good hamburgers. Not frozen cheap hamburgers. Yes. These are killer hamburgers. 
bratwurst. Oh, man, it's good. Everybody actually talks about the food when they leave. Yeah. But it's a great time for people to interact. You see people that are also other stores. Yeah, other stores. Um, Sales, huge sales. Huge sales. Uh, We're going to have entertainment. Reverb is going to be doing another uh, workshop, which is always a big deal for a lot of our dealers that are trying to grow their business. And so, uh, like I always say in my my, uh, videos to my my customers, my clients, is is, uh, there's no other place you need to be than at MIRC on that Wednesday because this is our thing. You you get to interact with MIRC. Like the inventory no is going to be off the charts. That's right. I mean, we're going to have a ton of cool things going on. I just made a purchase yesterday of something that, that we're going to have for NAM. The dealers, they just need to come just for that one special. That's right, because you I mean, will it's not be get incredible. it if you're not here. It's going to be incredible. You know, so we have a lot of stuff going on. The food, like you said, is awesome. We have some uh, singing, you know, mm-hmm. some entertainment, a couple vendors. Uh, it's it's just a blast. It's yeah. a blast. But we'll also be doing something Thursday and Friday on a light scale. Yeah. We don't want to interfere with Nam. We want you to go to Nam. Yeah. Uh, but if you come to town and uh, we open up early, you can come by here. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we've got a ton of deals going on. You gotta be here. Yeah, gotta be here. And we'll be doing a on that Thursday. We'll be doing a uh, podcast. I, I think we are a live podcast. Yeah. So if you're yep. if you are coming into MIRC for the open house uh, that week, you can. I don't uh, know if it's going to be live. We're oh, gonna it's record, not. Well, we're okay. going to re- not not live. Uh, well, we are going to record it. We'll have an audience. Well, I'm sorry. I was thinking audience live. Yeah, because uh, Ian's yet. over there falling asleep right now. But when we say live, he kind of <laughs> lifts kinda his like, head going, we ain't doing that. Yeah, well, that's funny. But anyways, yeah. we'll be we'll be. But well, you know what there. we should do is we should actually do one live. We should. I don't understand why we don't. I don't know. We could do Facebook Live, Instagram Live. We could do all these things live. We need to talk about this. We might be doing it live. Okay. Well, well, there we go. Hey, our three minutes is up. Up. Oh, Got to get going. And, uh, hey, for any of you out there, uh, for feedback, just go to the music uh, retail show dot, uh, at gmail.com. But hey, also, if you have never uh, worked with MIRC, uh, and you need good quality used instruments in your store. Buy-ins you are easy. Go to mircweb.com, put a lead in. We're actually good to do business with. We're great to do business with, it, uh, and you need to start doing business with MIRC. I agree with you. All right. And well, and we dig our customers. I, I yeah. love dealing with customers, man. Yep, that's exactly right. Most customers. Uh, all right, wind all us right, down. All right, we're done. I'm going to say something <laughs> that uh, we'll all regret. We appreciate right. it, everybody. Thanks a lot, everybody. Own a music store or sell guitars online? Need more inventory to stay competitive in today's market? MIRC is the nation's largest wholesaler of quality used guitars. Visit www.mircweb.com to become a dealer today. Thanks for listening to the Music Retail Show.